0: Welcome to this episode, the next episode. if Well, maybe you're watching them out of order, I guess, I don't know. Uh, welcome to this episode of Man, Buns, and Jesus, which is now, it's a, a, episode four? It is episode four, right, and it's the third episode with this title. So, um, with that, <laughs> to introduce our topic for today is Ben Olschlager. I really hope the videos record in this order, so I'm pointing at him and not just pointing at the side of the screen.
1: I mean, for me, you're pointing under me. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, thanks, Josh. It, yeah, good to be back for week four. Uh, this is probably the longest that I've committed to anything like this in a while, so this is good. <laughs> uh, today, uh, Josh and I are copping out since Thanksgiving week, and uh, we're gonna talk Thanksgiving. Um, those of you who are in my congregation and who attend my Wednesday Bible study will recognize some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today. Um, but specifically just today, we want to focus on why do we give thanks? What's the purpose of giving thanks? Um, is it a command? Is it a feeling? Is it, uh, what is it? What is thankfulness? What does it mean to give thanks? Um, because it can honest, honestly be sometimes a difficult thing to talk about, um, especially in when you're going through just the messiness of life, uh, grief, doubt, despair. Um, those things make it really hard to be thankful. So when the, when scripture says, you know, to re- rejoice in the Lord always or to give thanks in all circumstances, how do you do that? Um, and so we're going to try and tackle uh, these and other deep theological uh, questions uh with uh, I don't know
0: and probably talk a little and... bit of crap
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably but, it's almost uh, yeah.
0: inevitable when you put two of us together so
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah um josh when uh when we started when we started thinking about like what what this was gonna look like. What, what traditionally is kind of your impression of the way that we as Christians give thanks and why is this an important thing for us to talk about?
0: Um, so when, when I think give thanks, it's something that, um, like it, for me, I guess it's very closer related to people's love language, right? Because people have so many, de- when when I'm just thinking of like relationships between people, how do you thank people for things they've done, uh, for things they've given you, whatever? Um, some ways of thanking people are, I I would say more or less appropriate depending on the person. Uh, for example, um, I know a lot of people who really profoundly appreciate a handwritten thank you note, and if I get a handwritten thank you note, I think that's nice. And that's, that's the extent of the impact it has on me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not to say like, I I recognize that I'm being shown gratitude and there's an appreciation there, but that's not, um, I guess my, my thanks language. Right. Uh, Whereas like, if I'm, if I'm, if someone did something for me there, you know, maybe I'll write a thank you note, maybe I'll get them a, a gift like a little, a little something. Um, maybe I'll just take him out and say, "Hey, let's grab dinner or something." Like if, if we weren't so hun- so many hundreds of miles apart, then as a thank you for doing this, I'd say, "Hey, let's go grab burgers or something." Um, so when I, when I think of things, I actually think it's really between people. It's very closely linked to who, who is the person, right? Because. If you're genuinely thinking, how can I show gratitude for someone, it's kind of worth putting at least a little bit of effort into thinking, like, how are they going to, um, what, what's going to be the most appreciated form of gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And not to be crass, but like for some people, it's it's a check, right? Um, mm-hmm. Some people, it's gifts. Some people, it's thank you notes. Some people, it's a pat on the back. You know, it depends on the person. Um, and I think that's interesting when we when we start to think about well how do we give thanks to god right because Mm -hmm. it's so different and i think there are kind of these these two extremes maybe where one is like god doesn't need anything from me And so, like, what am I going to give him in thanks? But then there's another extreme where, like, um, he has all he needs, or he's given everything to me, so I've got to give everything back. Um, And I think this is one of the few circumstances where maybe an extreme isn't bad, right? If it's that extreme view of God has given me everything, so I kind of owe him everything in thanks, whether that's praise, whether that's um, our resources, our time, our relationships, like, because we are called to live in such a sacrificial way that everything we have is ultimately used for his mission, for his ministry. So um, those, I guess those are kind of my initial thoughts on, like, what does Thanksgiving look like? And I think it—it it is radically different between people and then between us and God. It's a different look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I, so... Something that you were hitting on, well, okay, so two thoughts. One, uh, when you were talking about getting a thank you note, I I love getting them, but I also really struggle at reading cursive sometimes, um, depending on when the person learned how to to write in cursive. And so, uh, half the time, like I, I get cards from one of my aunts in Minnesota from time to time, and she writes in cursive still, and I've gotten pretty good at reading her handwriting. But there are other people that, when I read their cursive, like, and I get a card similar in length, it will take me, even though it's like a paragraph, take me 10 minutes to try and parse through like all of the letters. Cause,
0: so I got a story for print. you on that. This, I learned print. This will be a quick because I did learn cursive. Sorry. In fact, I had a teacher in high school who required us to write our essays in cursive. He was an AP teacher. Mm-hmm. He said, cursive is the fastest way to write. So you write in cursive. So when it comes to the AP exam, you can just put out as much as possible. Um, so Chris and I were having our or Chris is having a bridal shower at my home congregation, and this is long enough ago that I think I can tell the story, and no one's going to get offended. I yeah. hope. Uh, <laughs> if not, complain to my dad. Who uh, if anyway. Um, And we're sitting there and we're where she's opening the gifts and then I'm I have been tasked with reading the cards. Um, I was at this bridal shower because Chris had only visited my home congregation once, and it was the ladies guild of the home congregation that was throwing her this bridal shower. So I went so that she would actually know someone there. Um, So I was I was sitting next (laughs) to her and I was dutifully reading the cards and some of these cards. I was struggling with. I was like, I don't, I don't know who, like, I don't know what this name is. I don't know what this card says. And they were giving me crap. These little old ladies were making fun of me because, oh, you can't read cursive. Oh, you didn't learn it. And it took every fiber of my self-control to not say, "I can read cursive just fine." Your handwriting sucks.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Well, so that's my story about cursive and notes. I.
1: It's worth me noting. I also learned how to write, read, and write cursive. That's not necessarily the issue. I stylistically cursive. I feel like has changed so much between when our grandparents learned it and when we learned it that like it's a whole nother story. Anyway, I'm gonna break out scripture because I feel like that's a good thing to do when two pastors have a Bible or uh, have a podcast.
0: Well, it takes four weeks, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we we mentioned it, sure. Um, so you were, you were talking about how radically different it is to give thanks to God versus giving thanks to people and how with people we have this like language of thanksgiving and with God, it, it's just incomprehensible to be able to thank the creator of the universe, right? It's so like a
0: kid drawing and, a picture to thank their parents.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a really, really cute picture. I trying to see if it's around my desk somewhere. I got a really cute picture from one of the kids in my congregation um, on, on Sunday. And like, I was touched. It's not good, but I was touched, you know, like it's the thought that counts. And especially when the kid's five, like that's awesome. I hope that kid doesn't watch
0: this podcast. He just shattered his his or her world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I won't tell him. I won't tell him. Um, Kid, if you're watching this and you need me to come over there and beat him up, you just let me know.
1: Anyway, so uh, on the topic of how do we thank God, one of the things that I I kind of brought up in in the Bible study that I was teaching today, on related but not the same topic, um, this is a a, a passage uh, from First Chronicles twenty. 20- I think my headphones just give up.
0: First Chronicles chapter. Oh, we're
1: good. Okay. So um, from first uh, first chronicles twenty nine, chap- chapter chapter twenty nine, verse fourteen. But who am I and what is my people that we should be thus to offer willingly? For all things come from you, and of your ha- and of your own we have given you. So this is this is David in the midst of um, talking to the people about the offerings they give to the temple, uh, and his prayer before God, uh, bringing those offerings to him. Um, and he's kind of admitting and acknowledging in the midst of, uh, the people of God and before God in his presence, look, Hey, there's nothing that we can do to give thanks that you haven't already done for us first. Like all we can do is give of what you've given us. And, I think it's kind of interesting that you take that and then you also have, this is going in a completely different direction for a moment, but I promise we'll get back to the same point. Um, If you you have somebody who wants to give thanks for the blessings that they've been given, but they don't necessarily, if they don't have a, a religious background and they don't have someone to give thanks to, Who are they going to give thanks to? It's going to become a self-righteous thing. It's going to become a pride thing, right? This claim that David is making, that in order to give thanks or to make offering to God, we have to give back to him what is given to us, I think runs completely counter to the natural human inclination to be prideful for the things that we have. So... Human sin tells us, "I've done this. Thank you me, for, for working this hard to get this to this place. Christian faith and, and the, the, the spirit of, of God working in our hearts tells us, not Ben the me. This has all been given to you. Give thanks to the Lord always.
0: Yeah. So I think the natural question is then, well, what does that look like? And I think, well, we can (laughs) put our hands up, but I think, I mean, there are some answers and I think there are some good answers, Mm -hmm. right? Because if we look at the scripture, and I'm not going to cite a specific passage. I'm, I'm talking about like the body of scripture, the entirety of scripture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we kind of look at it together and we trace this character of God, who God is, what he has done and, and what he consists, especially in the old Testament, what he consistently calls his people to be. Um, I know I said, I wasn't going to bring in a uh, a specific passage, but it turns out I was wrong. I'm going to, Um, so here, it, it, this is Deuteronomy chapter twenty-six. Um, he, he, this is a conversation about um, tithes, and the reason I can pull this verse out of thin air is because I'm preaching on it this weekend. Um, so, if you're <laughs> um, so in, it'll be in last verse,
1: weekend for so everyone listening to this next week, though.
0: Yeah. Well, also, I'm going to like the next verse beyond what. I, so he's talking about tithes. This is Moses instructing the Israelites. Here is how you give back to God. He and he kind of starts. He, he reminds them like when you come before the priest and you are giving your tithe, you're giving your offering to God, your first fruits to God. Um, you start by saying he says you shall make a response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my father. He went down to Egypt, sojourned there, and he tells the story of the Exodus. So he says, "You start by acknowledging what God has done for you." So I, when we when we think, and and he does this over and over again, he's like, "Acknowledge the almost every law or every feast that Israel is instructed to keep." God says, wow. "This is to remember what I did for you." So Mm -hmm. when we look at the character of God, the character of what God wants his people to be, I think the first part of Thanksgiving is acknowledging that we have something to be thankful for. um, Which is Mm -hmm. kind of at the holiday that we're celebrating, um, Thanksgiving, you can have a discussion about where it comes from or, I mean, it's a civic holiday, whatever. But it is kind of nice to have this day we set aside during the year to say, like, remember you have things to be thankful for because I don't know how many opportunities we have like carved out of our daily lives to just reflect on things that we have, that we've been given. Um, So that's kind of where this passage starts. And then it goes on. He says, now I bring you the first fruit of the ground, which, uh, which you, Oh Lord have given me. So after there's this recognition, which we also do on Sundays, right. In worship, we recognize we reflect on everything God's done for us. Um, there is this reality of the, of gift. Um, So, and the connection would obviously be to give generously to the church, or I kind of put this in a category or other like organize Like if, if someone comes into me and they say, I'm not giving to the church, but I am tithing to say Corona life services, which is a nonprofit near here that helps support families in need. Like, I I do believe that you are still, you're giving back to God. Um, And that's enough of that discussion. But what I'm building to here (laughs) is in verse 12. When you have finished paying all the tithe of your produce in, in the third year, which is the year of tithing, giving it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, that they may eat within your towns and be filled. Um. Then you shall say to the Lord, I've removed the sacred portion out of my house, and I've given it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. So um, when we're saying, how do we give thanks to God? We have praise and acknowledgement of what he's done. We have giving. We have this reality that we give resources. But there's also, who are we caring for? And that is the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, the, the, the marginalized in our society which I, it kind of strengthens that point. Like if you're giving your time and, and your your resources to organizations that help people in need, that is giving thanks to God because you're saying, well, you've blessed me so I can bless others. Um, and, and another just example is, is I know someone who, um, first of all, they make a point of being very generous when they tip their servers. So even... <laughs> Even if they get the wrong food, they're tipping over twenty percent, um, and they write on the seat on the on the receipt, "God blessed us, so we can bless you," um, because that's I, I think another way we we give thanks to God is that we serve His people. Uh, I, Dr. Mm-hmm. Bierman at the seminary, uh, he said something at one point. It's uh, because we serve God, because we give thanks to God, the neighbor is enthroned in our lives. Um, so we're, mm. that's, and that's also like, a, the important points of my sermon this weekend, I guess. So,
1: so to, I guess to summarize, then you would say that there are two aspects of giving thanks to God. One is the, the giving back to him, what he's already given to us. Um, and, and, acknowledging his his place and responsibility in provision and caring right then i think the second piece then would be generosity um especially towards those who um are ostracized outcast uh in need um and and people don't have the, the don't have other resources. people
0: to take care of them um yeah. Yeah, and I think I had a train of thought, and I think it might have left me. So if I cut you off, you go ahead and continue.
1: I I didn't really have any follow up to that. I I guess then like so we we have this. I hesitate to call it a command. I don't think it's necessarily that I think it's more just a kind of an outpouring of our Christian faith. That is thankfulness.
0: It's, um, it's guidance for our response, right? We're given this incredible yes, gift exactly. in Jesus and, and in all the material gifts that God gives us. And there is, I think a natural inclination to, well, how do I respond? How do I give thanks? So God's like, well, here's how you give thanks. Um, yeah. And I think, and I found my train of thought, we, this is, this is it intersecting again.
1: Um, Okay. I think this is
0: actually pretty natural to us, right? Where we're, we're giving back both kind of directly and then also with how we then go out and live. Um, And I'm going to take the example, like if, say you give to someone who's in need. Like, I've heard this story before, so I'll use this story. Like, you you give to someone who is, they're homeless, they're begging outside of a drugstore or whatever, and they immediately turn around and use that, and they buy a couple packs of cigarettes. The response, like, the response is how ungrateful of them. Like, I've heard that kind of comment before. So I think there's this natural thought of, like, if I'm giving something to you, then you should kind of like your, your behavior should reflect my values
1: mm.
0: or that my resources should be you. And like people get touching the church because they give to the church and the church uses money in a way that they wouldn't have chosen. And it's like, mm. well, this is my money. You should use it how I want. Um, and we're not going to get into kind of the sinful attitude of that because it's not your money. <laughs> you were just a steward of it for a little while it's everything's God's. Um, but there is this, this inclination to all of this is God's anyway. So how we use it should align with his values, which are values of generosity, of care, of compassion, of protection of the weak and the, and the marginalized in society. We should have, we should have invited Jeff Tucker as a guest host on this show on this episode yeah if only we did more planning.
1: you know i think our 30 seconds of planning in advance of every episode is plenty um, i think it's plenty
0: <laughs> but we just well, didn't get well,
1: on. um that would be fun at some point yeah, uh <laughs> now my train of thought left the station um we're on a roll here
0: in case you've never met either of us we are both just scatterbrained just in regular conversation as well
1: yeah sometimes it leads to incredibly interesting conversations where we're on the same like we're clicking along just fine and other times it's just like
0: gosh, squirrel
1: like just constant searching um Dude, where was I gonna go?
0: Just- well, I don't I don't know where yeah. you were gonna go, but I think a, a good place for us. So we've kind of talked about well, what does it look like to give thanks to God? So let's talk about the holiday of Thanksgiving, right? Um sure. and I I'm gonna speak first because I feel like you're gonna have something much more wiser and put together and <laughs> uh, encompassing That's- to say, but I think. I don't know. I, I have two two like battling opinions about Thanksgiving. The first is that um, it's not uh, first, of, it's not a Christian thing, right? Like the church fathers never celebrated Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now I, I think maybe it's something we can co opt. Like we can take advantage, like take advantage of the fact that you have a day off and maybe can spend some time with family. Um to take that time and, and reflect on all that God has given you. So I'm not saying it's it's like useless or whatever. But I think we have to guard against it becoming the exact opposite of what it's kind of supposed to be, right? And kind of being co-opted by the big meal and the, the stress of travel plans and the football games and Black Friday, which is the next day. Um, in case you were unaware of that, it's it's kind of a big deal. Amazon's already on, on fire with their, it's black Friday, early black Friday deals. Here's $1 off something you don't actually need. Um, but all of that stuff, sometimes Thanksgiving becomes about that. Like, I actually, I just got off the phone with someone, um, a vendor, who was just letting me know I'm going to be taking off most of next week, not just Thursday and Friday, because I'm hosting Thanksgiving and it's there's just so much involved, which like, I respect that I respect that there's a lot of like, if you're inviting, you know, 20 people over, and you're not used to cooking for 20 people that's like a, a big deal. But we're, we're missing the opportunity to reflect on what God has given us if it's all about the stuff. Like we're mm-hmm. we're missing we're missing the big picture there.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think I think you're walking the right path. I don't know if you go far enough based on what I what I've been kind of musing about. Uh, filling st- the Push secret me. here. Um,
0: Push me down the path, then
1: Sure, sure. So I I did a Bible study today. I've been kind of studying on this for the last week or so. Um, on kind of the the benefits and the, the drawbacks of, of actually celebrating Thanksgiving as a as a quote unquote church holiday right it shows up in the lectionary uh, in our assigned readings. there's churches across the United States that have services on on the morning of Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving Eve um, and it's become a church holiday So I too like Josh, have feelings for it and against it I think for it the easiest and, and most obvious thing is like yeah this is a, a holiday that espouses a christian virtue thankfulness is something that we're called to as christians cool that's that's something that we can lift up um it's an opportunity to get together with family and friends it's an opportunity to uh, you know live out your vocations and and be in and amongst the people that that you love um, it's an opportunity to Give witness faithfully by showing up to a worship service about thankfulness, um, and giving thanks to the giver instead of to the gift. Um, then on the negative side, I think Josh, you said that the the, the trap was um, what Thanksgiving can kind of become about, which is the stuff. And I think really the trap of Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving itself? Because, like, if you look at the the root behind Thanksgiving, it was um, like historically, there's all sorts of stuff and you know, racism, slavery, oppression, disease. We don't need to get into the dirty parts of Thanksgiving history, but like,
0: wait, hold on. If you're listening to this podcast and that comment kind of like set you off, and you're like harumphing to yourself. Take a second. Let's refocus. Continue, Ben.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, but if, if, uh, if you look back at the, like the history of Thanksgiving as a national holiday, there was not necessarily a religious component to it. I mean, there wasn't a religious component to it. It was an opportunity. Um, states all had different like, Thanksgiving holidays. Um, it was more of a harvest festival than anything, an opportunity for families to get together. And um, I believe it was Lincoln who nationalized it as an opportunity to create unity across the, the union um, and, and establish a, a, a time to, to give thanks for the, the blessings in the country. Um, and so it ultimately became about, like it became this whole, as a national holiday, it was established as a holiday about stuff, like about being thankful that we have blessing. Not necessarily who is blessing or what our responsibility is to the person that's giving those blessings, but just that we are blessed. Um, And to me, that is more than anything, the idol that we are trying to avoid. if Thanksgiving to you is an opportunity to give thanks for the cool things that are in your lives, but then not ultimately give thanks to the giver of those things, you're missing the mark. Um, by stopping a half step short.
0: By, by God, by not. God's standards, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. By
0: by the standards of our country, like you are, who you are saying, hitting
1: the nail on the head. You're hitting the nail on the head. Yeah.
0: But look at how cool
1: my by, stuff by is guys: by, by God's standard and even in our witness, you're falling a half step short because you're not actually saying God is the most important thing, and he's the reason that we're giving thanks today. You're saying, uh, "I have all this cool stuff, look at all this cool stuff I have." you're trying to do it as a humble brag, but you're still doing it um, and, and realistically, like for the people around you um, you appear as a jerkwad. I was censoring myself there. Um,
0: Good job. I was like, what word does God. he want to use here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, it's, you make a poor name of yourself and make a poor name of uh, Christianity in general when you espouse any sort of like prosperity kind of theology. And I think Thanksgiving can be an incredibly easy trap for that kind of thinking.
0: I think I I'd be interested to see, and maybe this is a challenge for you as a listener, because I, I think I've seen it before and I would see it again if I was active in, in this world, but, um, the Thanksgiving posts on social media, on Twitter, Mm on Twitter, I think I've seen them on Twitter before. I haven't been on Twitter in a hot minute. Um, on <laughs> Facebook, like I'm so grateful for, and then you list a bunch of stuff. And I think I think those range the gambit because I think some of them are kind of what you're talking about where you're just, you're kind of annoying. Anyone who sees it is going to roll their eyes at you. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because you're saying like, I'm thankful for my house, my car, my like all your stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. so I would say that's kind of like on this end that you don't want to be at. And then probably somewhere in the middle, a little more wholesome is like, I'm really thankful for the people in my life. So I'm thankful Mm -hmm. for my parents, my kids, my family, my grandkids, like whatever, which like it's wholesome and it's, uh, like, I don't think you're going to send a bad message with that but I think Ben you're, you're exactly, maybe you're not a half step short. You're like a quarter step short on that one. Um, what I think would be the most, I guess, appropriate thing would be to put out there like, um, God has really blessed me. And if, if you really feel the need to go forward, you can say God's blessed me in these ways. But, um, I think that would, that would, if you're listening to this and, and you're one of those people who is active on social media, um, that's, that would be a challenge I would put before you this, this Thanksgiving, is make your post about Thanksgiving actually giving thanks to the person who deserves it. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And just a quick side
1: note on yeah. on your, your quarter step short, I think that the reason that even that is, I mean, like you said, I think it is probably just a quarter step short. But even the reason that, that like that kind of post is problematic is, you know, if you're, Giving thanks for your family uh spouse kids um the the people in your lives imagine looking at that as somebody experiencing a deep sense of grief or loss at the recent loss of x so um, those protect- like we live in a simple world where just about anything beca- can become a problematic thing or a traumatic thing. Um, so I don't wanna necessarily tell you to walk entirely, excuse me, entirely on pins and needles, but like, our witness is, is an incredibly like delicate thing and it, it can be something innocuous or seemingly innocuous that can really lead someone to walk away from the faith or
0: well in a world that is so ready to find fault
1: absolutely yeah
0: you have like the burden of proof is on us as christians to prove that there is something different about us Um, yeah so i I think thanksgiving is a good opportunity for that like um and how 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 we portray ourselves on social media, how we treat our families. Um, Like if you're going to someone's house and they're hosting, help them out. Say like, what can I do in the kitchen? Can I help corral the kids? Can I help clean up? Like um, live in your, in your family or among your friends as, as, as a good person, as someone who is, uh, acting as close as you can to how God's called you to act. Um, and even with kind of some of the others, so as a, as a football fan, if you're watching the games, like um, cheer appropriately. Uh, you're not hoping for anyone to get hurt. Um, stuff, and, and with the shopping app for it, like treat the people who are working at these, which by the way, in case you don't know anyone who works in retail, This is like the worst 24 hours of the entire year for retail workers. Because all of the Karens come out on Black Friday. (laughs) Uh,
1: We apologize to all Karens who happen to bear that name that aren't the people about about who we are talking.
0: Correct. I have an Aunt Karen. I love her to death. She's not a Karen. But same.
1: I I honestly same. Yeah.
0: Um, But so like when you're out Black Friday shopping, if you still, for whatever reason, don't do it online, um, (laughs) be patient and kind to people. Like if if there's one last item of something and someone else is going for it or like you get it and then someone's like, oh, man, that was the last one. Give it to them like talk about a radical witness because half of you listening to this are like, you're nuts. Why would I do And when, when you deal with those employees do so with kindness, I mean, just basic kindness, use please. And thank you. Um, Recognize that they are a human being who is sacrificing their holiday experience for you. And and then we we can say, well, they're getting paid and it's their job and hopefully they're getting uh, some sort of bonus as well. If you want to keep your retail job, Black Friday is not optional for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so.
1: And for those of you that go shopping on Thanksgiving, I shake my head at you.
0: <laughs>
1: That's
0: it. Well, what counts as Thanksgiving? Does 11 o'clock at night count as Thanksgiving? Does Does midnight Like, where do we draw the line? I a
1: reasonable Hour of the morning on Friday, and then go shopping. If you don't want to be up that early on a standard day of the week, then don't make other people get up. If you can't
0: get up that early for church, you shouldn't get up that early for shopping.
1: Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Get them, Josh. Oh. We got way off track here. Um, I mean, it's still we...
0: all centered around the like. we I can I can tie it all in a neat little bow. We talked to, at the beginning about part of the way we thank God is with how we treat others with our actions in in His creation. So all of this stuff fits, man.
1: All right, we're on fine. topic, okay? Mildly. <laughs>
0: You
1: give me enough, enough rope. I can connect any two topics. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Should, should, we, uh, should we give our, our concluding thoughts here and, and uh, wrap this puppy up? Yeah. We've now run the gamut from how we thank God to how we treat people on Black Friday. So I think, I think uh, we've actually moved off of Thanksgiving.
0: To a whole different holiday. <laughs> um,
1: the holiday of consumerism. Um, <clears throat>
0: I'm ready. You want, I can.
1: No, my, we're not my, going there. <laughs> we're not going there.
0: Hold on. Let me add that to our potential topic. But consumer. Oh, oh
1: gosh.
0: Consumer. Okay. Oh, backspace Consumerism. <laughs> and. Oh, we'll just throw in materialism too, just for kicks. Yeah, out of yeah. um, so uh, my take, if, if you are listening to this podcast, you're watching this podcast and you want to know what does Josh want me to take away from this rambling wreck of a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my biggest takeaway would be that part of the way we thank God is with our actions and with acting in, in ways that mm-hmm. he would have us act. So if, if you've been blessed by God, and it, honestly, if you think about it for any length of time, you should be able to recognize you've been blessed by God. If for no other reason, then you are promised eternity with him uh, because of Jesus' sacrifice. Like we all have reasons to be thankful to God. So if you're in that space where you're like, well, how do I, how do, I do that? I, my takeaway for you would be, live in the way that he has called you to live.
1: I think my takeaway uh, is probably kind of along similar lines, but um, more kind of from the angle of what do we do with this holiday called Thanksgiving? Um, And I think if, if I have a takeaway for today, it's that Thanksgiving as a holiday is cool. Um, it's an opportunity to talk about a Christian virtue in the public space Um, but let's also remember that this is an opportunity for us as Christians to give witness in an interesting way Um, and I think let's use this opportunity to proclaim the greatness of God, actually give thanks and praise to him on this Thanksgiving Um, and remember that we aren't without him um there was no word dropped there just in case you were curious uh we without god like we have nothing and so to give thanks for what we have is just to give thanks to god because it's all from him in the first place uh and let's let that let let that be our witness and be our focus
0: yeah so uh as we close the, the content of this podcast, just a couple of prayer ideas for you, um, mm-hmm. you listening, not you, Ben. I mean, Ben, you can pray about it too, <laughs> if you want, but, um, a- as you pray to God, just recognize all the things you have to be grateful for. Spend, spend some serious time in, in a prayer of Thanksgiving, um, maybe pray some confession, uh, about times where you have had the attitude of well like look at me and all the stuff that i've done for myself um look at how i've pulled myself up by my bootstraps and and you don't give credit where credit is due and that credit is due to god um and i think something else that it's not out of bounds to ask is ask god to continue to bless you um Mm Ha- ask him to to work in your life, to bless your family, to to bless to bless your Thanksgiving experience, to bless um, the meal that it doesn't add too much to your waistline. Because uh, because it is okay to pray for those things. Um, yeah. So that is that is the conclusion. That those are the prayer thoughts we have for you today uh, for this episode four. Of Man Buns and Jesus. Or I guess episode three of Man Buns and Jesus, episode four of our podcast in general. Um so some shameless plugs at the shall we shameless plug.
1: Yeah, um, shameless plug plug.
0: Okay, where can so we find you, Josh. You can find me at Edgewater Lutheran in Eastvale, California. If you're looking for a church home in Southern California, please connect with us. Um, and also we have a ton, no matter where you are. Um, for, I would encourage you to find a local church because those relationships are crucial. But if you're looking for, for materials, we have daily video devotions, we have written devotions, we have reading plans, we have this podcast. Like, go to edgewaterlutheran.org and we got stuff for you. We got a ton of stuff for you. So, what about you, Ben? Where can they find you?
1: You can find me. Uh, I'm at I'm the pastor at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church here in Lake Orion, Michigan. We are on the northern edge of the Detroit suburbs. So if you are looking for a home in that church or in that geographic area, uh, I'd love to talk to you. Um, but also, just as a, as, a, as a resource, feel free to reach out to either Josh or I through our, our churches. Uh, if you are looking for someone to talk to and, and want to know more about this, uh, crazy Jesus guy and and all of the weird stuff that we talk about on a weekly basis or biweekly or however often we end up actually doing this podcast. So, um,
0: and if you're satisfied just listening to this podcast and, and that's kind of you're here for the podcast, you're you're good on other stuff, but you love the podcast. First of all, we're glad we can help. Um, we're we're not opposed to some validation, so if you want to hit a like or a follow on whatever we're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on YouTube. And once we get enough, once we reach a critical mass of episodes, we'll start getting posted on places like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Um, but that's, that's a future plug, I suppose. So go ahead and, and give us that shameless shameless validation that you like what we're doing. Um, so with that, I, I think if
1: you really, really like what we're doing. Leave a rating on the podcast. I've heard that helps.
0: I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> until right just now. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, uh, did you have something else for us?
1: No, that was it. Go ahead.
0: Brothers and sisters, go in peace. Serve the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.